This one's for the daddies. Are you a military spouse, dad, or a veteran dad looking to work from home so you can spend more time with your family? You're not alone. Our guest today is on a mission to empower military-affiliated dads to show up with more love and impact in their kids' lives. In this episode, we talk about being a work-from-home dad. Welcome to the Burt Force Podcast. Our show helps active-duty military spouses land virtual careers. Each week, we'll be uncovering the secrets of virtual work to help get you hashtag hired. If you want income sustainable from anywhere in the world, this is the show for you. We are bringing you everything from juicy job opportunities to advice on how to glow up for a virtual interview. And now let's meet our host. She's the change maker responsible for getting over 700 military spouses hashtag hired and making a $15 million impact in the military community. Burt Force founder, professional speaker, remote staff augmentation specialist, visionary. Here's our host, Kimber Hill. Hey, Burt Force. Today I have an incredible guest for you. He is hooked on travel and the idea of adding depth to his worldview. He's a huge airplane nerd, and he loves the idea of freedom that comes with being on a plane. He is very proud of serving in the United States Marine Corps, and he's also incredibly proud of being a dad. He did four years in Okinawa. He's been to South Korea, the Philippines, and Australia. He's also the host of the Military Veteran Dad podcast. Please welcome Ben Killoy to the show. Hey, Ben. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. I'm really excited to have you here today. You and I met for the first time at the Military Influencer Conference, but I believe we ran into each other again at Military Creator Con 2020 in Orlando. Yes, we did. And sometimes it takes atoms to bump into each other more than once before some type of sparks start flying <laughs> from that uh, collision. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really interested in what you're doing over at uh, Military Veteran Dad. I know that you're a huge advocate for male father figures, especially in the military space. Could you give our listeners an overview of what your mission is and what you're accomplishing in the military community? So my mission is to help bring every dad home, both physically and mentally. So many dads don't come back home mentally from whatever they come back home. Maybe they didn't serve in Iraq or Afghanistan. Maybe they just had a traditional military service like I did. But so much of our military experience, if we don't deal with some of the hard feelings or emotions that come up during that, can really put a firewall between us and our family. And that firewall can make you push back from your family. And so I dive into weekly two times on my podcast and help dads feel the feelings they're not supposed that they're not able to feel or they're not allowing themselves to feel to make it a safe place for them to go hear someone other be vulnerable so that they can maybe be vulnerable and feel something because for me the idea of being a dad and wearing that proudly on my sleeve like that is one of the best titles and so i try to ignite that passion that i have in others because when you ignite your passion as a father and you come home to your family, you can really create a legacy with your family that just isn't one generation. You can create a generational change within the world, even, if you come home and ignite that passion for fatherhood and create amazing adults with your kids. Because 
it's now part of my logo, but it wasn't something I started with that I'm a firm believer that our legacy of our life is our family. I totally agree with that. And I just want to reiterate, you're, you're teaching dads to ignite with the passion of fatherhood, but you're also creating an environment to help male veterans come home physically and mentally. Why do you think that that's so overlooked in our community today? I think there's a couple of different things that I've been thinking. One, I've been, I think Department of Defense never actually says how emotions should be felt. So it's kind of ironic because in the Marine Corps, we had this joke and I'm sure the other branches did like if the Marine Corps wanted you to have something, they would have issued it. Or if they're, <laughs> if they, if you don't know what answer, there's a Marine Corps order for almost everything to do to be a Marine, except really how to feel something. There is no issued order from anywhere that I understand of how to process a feeling or how to deal with that feeling in reality. And we spend months training to go to war. We spend days training to come home and that ratio mm -hmm. gets messed up. And it, a lot of times it's just a natural ability to, to feel what you need to feel like when you come back home, everybody has seen those amazing coming home stories where the kids surprise, get surprised by their dad, the energy. I cry every single time I, I see those, but that's the honeymoon phase of coming home because that energy and excitement is the almost the, the feeling that you had longing for that person. But as you're back, as you start reliving together, you realize that you're both at different places in life and those different places in life. If you don't come home in, in a way that honors that difference, you're going to run into friction and you're going to run into like, I don't think I belong here or I don't feel like I fit in. And there's so many dads out there today that are taking their own life because they come to the conclusion that their family is better without them, that they, mm. that the pain they feel or the anger that they can't control is a burden. And the only way to remove this is to take their own life. But all they do is pass that pain on and they leave a scar in those and on their family heart in a way they never can understand of why it's there. And so I just want to help dads realize what they need to realize, step into it powerfully, and just be present with the gift that is your family. What led you to this revelation? Did something happen in your personal life? It's kind of odd how I ended up here. So when I turned 30, I had my first midlife crisis. That crisis came to the conclusion that I had no real friends in my life that I, was, I found valuable. I mean, I had a few friends, but nothing that was real significant. And I had this idea or this feeling that like I was going to die. And at the end of my life, no one was going to be there to say like my life mattered. And that really hit mm -hmm. me hard. And so mm -hmm. that put me on a journey of, well, if I don't have friends then I need to start talking to people. So I just started with dads at the park. And for me, that connection of fatherhood at the park, talking to other dads led me to connect with other dads. I'm part of many masterminds on Facebook with other dads. And when you surround yourself with dads operating at different levels, some are below you, some are above you, you just get excited for what becomes possible. So that initially, as I went on my fatherhood journey to raise the bar for how I wanted to lead my life, that got me excited about like, there's so much being left on the table for in fatherhood. And then when I looked inward and the military, which is something I was already exploring, kind of like, how could I create a side hustle that served the military? This fatherhood part just went perfect because... I had been studying to be a good dad for almost three years with other dads. And I was like, I can take this knowledge and retool it and take my message, take who I am, take my brand and help other dads within the military. And to this day, I've been doing it for over a year. I have really never found someone else focusing on military fatherhood. 
Everybody does it as a holiday. Everybody does it as kind of like a once a month thing or once a year thing. But no one really puts all the energy into it like I have to focus on like, how can we bring tools, resources, conversations? And for me, like my fatherhood journey coming home was a way that allowed me to step into this journey and helping others come home in their own lives. I love that. I love that you're solely focusing on it and that you're unique in that space. And I'm so grateful and thankful that you are focusing on it because I believe that there's a a big gap in fatherhood over the past two generations. And uh, we need to come together as a culture and as a as a nation and pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's an incredible wave of strong male leaders stepping forward and saying, hey, we're going to be great dads. We're going to change. We're going to make a difference in this trend, right? Okay, military spouses, let's take a moment to hear from our power partners over at Instant Teams. Instant Teams knows you're a real force to be reckoned with. You're flexible, resilient, and you've acquired a unique set of skills. So why is finding a sustainable, portable career so difficult? Well, with Instant Teams, it doesn't have to be. Join the 100% remote workforce today to get connected to a customer success, marketing, or administrative position that works for you. Visit instantteams.com today to get started. And the legal system doesn't reinforce it either. Like the legal system backs up that a kid can be in a mother's uh, legal guardian for all of his life with maybe once a weekend or once a month for the dad. And like, that's what we settle for. But that's not what's like, what's going to keep kids centered on where they need to be. There's a statistic like 66% of mass shooters come from fatherless homes that mm-hmm. people need that balance. Like it's not just a one-sided thing. And there was a great TED talk that I really liked uh, repeating what she said that she's a divorce attorney for dads. And she's like, always in the courtroom, the mom always cites like, you don't know what their favorite this is. You don't know what their favorite that is. But then she's like, the questions that dad always know the answer to is what is the kid's greatest fear? What do they, what are they really scared about? What happened on the playground that they're afraid to talk about? Dads always know those answers, but that's like, that's who we are. We help lead our family through life. And without that center to help that other person lead their kids through life, the equation gets off. And I have never been more excited to identify and get the message out there that fatherhood matters. And it matters on a 50-50 scale. There is no ratio. It's all about commitment and stepping into your best self to create some amazing adults. So you've been creating this side hustle is what you called it, but your business from home, right? Mm -hmm. So you've created this completely virtual organization where you can serve fathers all over the world. Tell us how that's played out for you. How has being able to do this without a brick and mortar come together for you? So I would say it started kind of like a side hustle. I was already kind of friends with some other people that were on the internet trying to do as well. And for me, like I had a podcast in my heart, but I didn't know what it was. So when I figured out this, what like the military veteran dad, I ran towards it, but I had a job for, for the entire first year of its of its existence. And what that taught me was like a lot of times you just need to be growing. It does you're not going to grow leaps and bounds. You need to set limits because every transaction 
action I invest in my podcast essentially comes from the time with my family, especially when it's home, especially when it's after hours or weekends. So I had a podcast and I would say it's bootstrapped. I wasn't working on socials. I wasn't working on a bunch of, of different things for it. I was really worried about just staying what I call Dory mode, just keep swimming. Like that was my objective. Like I didn't know where I was going intentionally, but I knew that I had to keep this going. And then on January 27th of 2020, that all changed. That I walked into a meeting and they essentially said they eliminated my position at work. And the crazy part is about two weeks later, I had this, it was a Monday, I went into work as I was wrapping things up. And I was like, you know what? I've never felt better. Like I, fe- I feel free. I feel excited. And ultimately, I think that was because my podcast helped save my life because I didn't fall into a pit because I had this thing on the side that then could transition into my purpose. And I wanted to be my purpose. My goal was always to leave my job. The universe decided to accelerate that. (laughs) Thank you, universe. (laughs) (laughs) I was already building the runway to get this plane off the ground. Like, So being a plane nerd, I kind of described it as like an A380, which is the double-decker Airbus. Like, I've been I've been working on designing this airplane to fly on the ground, the honing the wings, honing the aerodynamics, working on the skills, getting bigger engines. I was just really waiting for the the push and that I got that push. I just needed to fire up the engines, get the lift. I'm now lighter because I don't have a day job to to manage. I get to be dad and try to grow my business and now it's time to rev up the engines and take off and climb to cruising altitude. How many kids do you have? I have three, eight, five, and three. So like this season is the best season because this is a season everybody wants back when they look back like, oh, I really wasn't present in those early 10 years, like, which is why I just want to be dad more than anything. Like I'm never going to regret when I'm 50 that I chased a career versus being a dad. Like I've already made that decision. Like, and I got a hint of it last summer. My wife went to China for an internship with teaching who's a kindergarten, my wife's a kindergarten teacher. And I got to be a stay-at-home dad for 10 days. I took vacation and I was just present for those 10 days. And it felt amazing. I had a hangover for probably two months going back to work (laughs) because my kids are still home from the summer. And I was just like, I craved that connection. So now on this side, like I get to live my best life. Like I'm a stay-at-home dad. I'm in charge of dinner. I'm doing the groceries. I'm doing laundry. And I'm helping my wife create that space for her to focus on her career. Yeah. Would you consider yourself a work-from-home dad? I would definitely consider myself a work from home dad. Absolutely. And uh, that's what I really hope our listeners are going to latch on to, because I think, Ben, you are such a wonderful example of someone who has recognized your passion and has recognized the kind of freedom that chasing your passion and working from home can bring to a father or a mother and how easy it can be for you to balance those things. I think it's a lot more attainable than the average person considers. And as a dad, like I went to a dad conference in February and it was crazy to never have this idea because I I had this idea of being a dad long before I went to this conference. But I actually met stay-at-home dads that maybe didn't even have a side hustle. They were the person that was home taking care of the family and their wife did the supporting of the family. That felt Mm -hmm. so validating that like there's an, there was like, I found Facebook groups with like 6,000 people and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm not the only one that loves doing this. <laughs> and that narrative is so missing from the mainstream that most dads don't even realize they can give their some their, give themselves permission to try to create this version of their life and it's and there's a moment that I'd like to to share because it was about a week the first so I lost my job on January 27th so that first week we were shutting down daycare trying to save money and cut the expenses. Right. And one of them was the morning care that I used to we drop our kids off to get to school. 
And I'd always regretted not being able to get him on the bus and get him off the bus. And so while I was, I had like maybe three weeks of employment left before my last day on Valentine's Day. And I was always waiting before going to work to get him on the bus. And I would always leave work early to get him off the bus. But that first Friday when I lost my job, I got him on the bus and I felt like I'd already won. Like that moment, I will never forget because when they get off the bus, they were just, they would just come running towards you with pure excitement in a way that I never felt before. And that moment was what I was chasing. That moment was what I was feeling Yeah. and embracing that moment and creating a life where you can embrace that little micro moment where you're getting them on the bus to shepherd them into school, but then also receiving them from school and just being there. That felt so amazing. And COVID took that away from me, but I was really enjoying... I, I would always <laughs> go outside. Like I would never just let him get off the bus and walk in the house. I would... Even when it was cold. I'm, I'm in Wisconsin, so it's cold in Wisconsin in the winter. So I would always get dressed up to go outside and stay in the garage to receive them from the bus because I wanted to be there in the present in each one of those moments because I chased it for so long. I echo that. And I, I want to say that I know your kids are feeling that that gratitude as well. And I speak from being the daughter of someone who worked in the automotive industry and construction industries. Um, so as I was growing up, my father often would get laid off. That's just kind of the nature of construction or plant work, which are the two fields he was in. So whatever the situation of the plant or the construction industry, he would often work 24 seven and then he would have stints where he was laid off. And when I'm saying 24-7, I literally mean seven days a week, seven tens. So we went through extended periods of time of not being able to see him. And then I cannot ex describe to you how thrilled and happy I was as a child when my daddy would get laid off because it was the mm -hmm. best. It was the best time around the house. It was when he was able to get up and make breakfast, when he was taking me to school and picking me up. And when after school, we were doing things together and he was going to my games. And that just was the highlight of my childhood for sure. And you're talking about a principle there that... For, as a father, there's kind of two things for your son and daughter. As for your son, you want to be their hero and you want to provide an example of what being a man and how to treat a woman looks like. For your daughter, your example is who she's going to look for in the world. Because for your daughter, you're her first love. And mm -hmm. the bar you set for your life will be the bar she compares every man that comes into her life by. And that's such a great power and responsibility, but it's so awesome at the same time because you get to connect with her, set a standard, help her identify her beauty in a way that she believes in it as she enters the world. Like my, her brother will often call her stupid and she'll get really upset. And I'm like, do you believe it to be true? And she's like, no. I'm like, well, your opinion of yourself is the one that really matters in that case. Like if you don't, if someone says something and it's not true, don't believe it. Like you, you can love everything inside you without having to worry about what other people are saying to you. That's going to give her the confidence. And when you, when you connect with your dad, that's you you craved that love that your father had for you. And that was something that you really wanted and desired. Fathers can recognize that we can embrace this. And as military dads, we have this a similar where we're gone for eight weeks at a time, we're back, or maybe it's a year. But I often describe it as you need to treat your family's time as credit card debt. That when you're gone, you're borrowing time. And when you're back, you need to pay it back with interest. And if that ratio gets out of balance, you either end up bankrupt and maybe divorced or you end up completely deficit and you're maybe you don't even get to see your kids anymore. Maybe your wife takes them away completely so you can stop hurting them. 
That's such a heavy analogy. I, I like to throw those heavy ones out there because sometimes the firewall is so thick. Sometimes you need that brunt force to wake up that it is an analogy of time. And it's backed up by that your kids will spell love, T-I-M-E. That your kids will figure out whether that you love them or not by the amount of time that you gifted them. Mm, that's so true. Speaking to the Vert Force listeners, a lot of people who tune into this podcast are interested in finding areas where they can be a part of the family life, where they can, you know, maintain their parenthood and maintain some form of steady stream of income for their household. So looking at your situation with um, military veteran dad and this this thing you're growing, this kind of enterprise that you're growing to support military veteran dads, what advice would you give to our listeners about being a parent and working from home at the same time? So this advice is only about halfway complete because I haven't successfully established a, a full business that's producing revenue that I could live off yet. But I can tell you how I got here. And people often get stuck. Like myself, I had like 50 ideas of what I could do. And I was like, how do you pick one? And so my advice to others is that look five years into your past and step into the resource that you wish you would have had five years ago. Like an inside secret is my perfect listener's name is Daniel. And that my middle name is Daniel. And so my perfect listener is myself five years ago. So every problem that I think about solving, every solution, every time I talk to a listener, when I stop talking to the person I'm interviewing and say, hey, listener, listen up, I'm talking to Daniel, which is myself. And you know that person better than anybody. So if you're looking to try to figure out something, the best place to start is with yourself because you know exactly who that was. You know exactly how that timeline played out. And you know exactly what would have changed everything for yourself five years before where you are today. I love that. Thank you so much. I like that you frame it in, I'm talking to myself five years ago. When we talk about the, you know, the vert force, perfect listener, the vert force, perfect person. I think there, I have a lot of similarities with that person as well. And I think everything that, that you're working on at military veteran dad, empowering dads to be better father figures and everything we're working on here at vert force, empowering military veterans and military spouses to achieve that work from home life balance is something that I personally want. Right. So I think if you're if you want it to, it's easy to share those solutions with your listeners. It's easy to create that community. Mm -hmm. So, Ben, will you please tell our community where they can find you, you know, where they can find you on social media, how they can listen to your show. If we've got dads listening, how can they connect with you? So my website is militaryveterandad.com. All the links for all the different platforms that I'm on and pretty much on all of them, you can tell Alexa. So, hey, play Military Veteran Dad. You can tell Google to play Military Veteran Dad. I'm, I'm everywhere you can find them, except Pandora. Pandora is a little bit tricky. Still fighting Pandora. But I'm everywhere else that you can find a podcast. <laughs> There's one place that I, if you, you also want to get a, a free thing that I just launched, go to freedadcourse.com. I just launched a five-lesson audio course on how to create more friends and how to create more connection. Because as I go back to my perfect listener, friendships change my life. And I am now addicted to talking to strangers. And as you think about your life or maybe where is it stuck, there's a ratio that I like to say that the amount of opportunity you have in your life is directly correlated to the amount of strangers you talk to daily. And at freedadcourse.com, there's a simple course there for taking five quick lessons, about 10 minutes each, about how I took forward and took steps to step into my best life. 
Very cool. That's freedadcourse.com. Do you have any last pieces of advice or anything else you want to share with Vertforce before we wrap up today's conversation? I think to put a cherry on top of the friendships that you are always one conversation away from something amazing coming into your life and you will miss 100% of those shots you don't take. And so every conversation, every hello can change your life. And on the other side of hello is the life you possibly always wanted. Absolutely. I agree with that. I'm so glad we had a chance to talk about Military Veteran Dad today and to have you on, Ben, to speak to the community and give some encouragement, just breathe life and encouragement into our listeners who are looking for remote work. And I love that we see you can have your business, you can work from home, and you can be a great parent. It's all about achieving that balance. I appreciate you. And I appreciate the audience because this is the this is the life that I'm, I'm building right now. And I don't like to say it as work-life balance. I like to integrate it. Like I don't like to wear multiple hats. I wear one hat, a dad. And all of these things can fall under that. What an amazing episode. I am so thrilled to see someone like Ben stepping up in our military community and encouraging dads to love more wholeheartedly and to be more present. Thank you, Ben, for what you're doing. Thank you for being on our show. Listener, this episode is brought to you by our power partners over at Instant Teams. Be sure to create your Instant Teams profile at instantteams.com today. You can join their remote workforce and get matched with positions that complement your unique skills. All right, Vert Force, that is it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate our podcast, and leave us a review. We really love hearing from you. If you need to find the show notes, which include all of the resources we discussed in this episode, you can find those at vertforce.us. Guys, I'm serious when I say we want to hear from you. If you have an idea for an episode or a question, email us at support at vertforce.us. As a reminder, all content associated with the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. All right, catch you next week.